Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to week two of the 2013 Miss Cryptid Contest. Oh! David Flora, and joining me is the 1983 Oklahoma Class 2A State Wrestling Champion, Dave Roman Greco Stecco. Hey, y'all. What's up? Dave, how are you doing, sir? Well, I've been putting a headlock on my life ever since I've reached the pinnacle of human uh, achievement, and uh, ever since then, I've, I've had the good times on the run, you know what I'm saying? Well, let's hope your life doesn't tap out. You got that right. I see what you did there because that's wrestling talk too. <laughs> I like you. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an amazing array of cryptids for you this week. Holy shit, it's a crazy ass freak show here. I'm just loving it. I keep living where I look. It's just something I ain't never seen before. Now there is one thing we'd like to say. We do not endorse any of these cryptids as being freaks. <laughs> well, you better get your glasses checked, man, because I'm seeing some of the weirdest shit I've ever seen in my life, man. This week, the lineup for the Miss Cryptid contest includes the following. The Alba Store. Don't forget, I got the Hunter Island Swap Monster. <laughs> we have the Cockatrice. And straight out of Africa, the Dinga Neck. No sh- it's a jungle walrus. <laughs> have you ever heard anything like that in your life? Dave, how many Mountain Dews have you had tonight? Well, I mean... <laughs> I mean, it's like six cans, but they're like those big-ass pounder cans. Also, I've been snapping into Slip Jim since about 97. I mean, I was into it before that other guy. I'll have to try a pounder can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's 16 ounces of nitro-burning funny oh. whoop-ass. So, ladies and gentlemen, you are in for a treat tonight. Oh, you certainly are. It is an honor and a pleurage to be here. <laughs> the pleurage is all mine, Dave. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a third stroke I had today. <laughs> I think those Slim Jims were endorsed by Randy the Motho Man Savage, were they not? <laughs> you know they were. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you know the drill. This week we'll present these four amazing cryptids. One, two, three, four. And then you'll have a chance to go onto blurryphotos.org and vote for your favorite. And remember, if you so choose, enter your email for a chance to win a prize pack from Blurry Photos. My cousin's got an iPhone. I'm going to use it to just log in and vote. <laughs> I'm surprised you know any of those terms, Dave. He works in an office. <laughs> for the second time, Staples is not an office. It's got everything. Same thing. If I made a list of shit you find in an office and shit you find in a Staples, I'd give you 20 bucks if you can tell me the difference. <laughs> I mean, who's right and who's wrong? I don't know anymore. Fair enough. Woo! <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Blurry Photos. Hooray. You don't have to listen to that swearing weirdo anymore. <laughs> now it's just this swearing weirdo. <laughs> I'm David Flora. I'm David Stacco. Welcome to week two of the Miscrypted Contest. Let's uh, let's go on and jump in this thing. We've, yeah. We, we've squandered enough time. 
I would hardly call that squandering. And now I kind of wish I had a giant can of Mountain Dew. <laughs> Product placement. <laughs> That's right. That weird uh, that, that Mountain Dew that they say is for breakfast now? They, the Mountain Dew is for anything now. <laughs> so they say, if you run out of gas on the highway, yeah. you got Mountain Dew, you're set. Ugh. <laughs> but just in that it'll just kill you. You won't have to worry about <laughs> About flagging down Shut a up. <laughs> yeah. And we went from our first product placement to our first lawsuit in about 12 seconds. Nice. Woo! We'll see if we can cut that in half next yeah, show. <laughs> that's right. All right, so we've got four lovely ladies. Uh, Flora, why don't you kick it off? All right, let's start with the Alba store. The Alba store? Yeah. Wow, okay. Is it what? No, I just, that's it sounds like a store where you buy Albas. The Jessica Alba store? No, that's right. I I didn't even. I, I, I'm I'm just giving you that one for free. So oh man, well whatever. thanks for stealing mine. Uh, you dick. <laughs> Way to set me up for it. Yeah, I you know. double dick. I know. Well, um, you know what? That was the lowest hanging fruit, and we're both better for getting it out of the way early. Thank you. So, what is the uh, the Alba store? It's a creature from the folklore of the Cherimus people of Eastern Russia, the former Soviet Republic. Mm-hmm. The rumors say. And you, uh, everybody knows that rumors are the most reliable, reliable source. Yeah, thank you. And I, I'll tell you. Yeah, go ahead because I've got some. I got some ideas about the Alba store. All right. Uh, rumors say that when a bastard child dies without having been baptized, its soul remains behind and gathers new flesh to form an Alba store. The Alba store's frequent rustic saunas. That's where they like to hang out. Uh huh. And they're usually found. As it's a, a so this is an ethereal bathhouse loiterer. Yes, thank you, Russia. <laughs> although, although for making it, bathhouses weird and scary. Yeah, because they weren't already. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they're usually found as an enormous man or woman with long sweeping hair. Okay, although they can take any shape or creature, but they prefer humans. Yes, if disturbed now. The Albastor can turn into a shower of sparks and fly through the air like a comet. Whee! Whee! Um, <laughs> Don't bother me. <laughs> it's time to make leaving. <laughs> its favorite activity, get this, uh-huh. kissing humans. Uh-oh. Yep. It also uh, enjoys overindulging humans uh, of their sexual appetite so that they die of exhaustion. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, has it, has it, this is, is, this is just, this is like the batting cage of jokes. I mean, like, uh, so this is a cryptid that loiters in a bathhouse and its, its primary MO is to kiss and sexually satisfy to the point of demise. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like, they're huge. They're apparently giants. Oh, yeah. Huge, yeah. huge things. The partner of someone who has received some lovin's from the Alba store, uh-huh. will become sick. Uh-oh. Just, uh, so they can bring boxing. that home, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What kind of uh, symptoms are there of that sickness? Well, you can tell if a person has been uh, messing with an Alba store because they will develop recurrent sores on their lips. No way. Way, dude, way. Uh, once again, this is this is a batting cage. I mean, this is T-ball of fun sex jokes. So it's a gigantic flaxen-haired herpes machine that just look. It's just everyone that's ever been in a, hanging out in a bathhouse. Pretty much, yeah. 
Although I wouldn't know. No, Svetlana is not. No, it's not me. He's all bestored. Come to make sex on me. I fight for life. He's tried to kill me with sex, but he's, I'm such strong. I come back to you still, man. Well, don't try and do that to me. I know better. Look at Sorsom face. <laughs> Sorsom <laughs> face betray you. I was fighting for life, but with my penis. Oh, da, da. <laughs> Always fighting for life with penis. Oh, we are going hungry. Fight Fight for <laughs> with penis. Oh, do not have job. Fight for job with penis. You're yelling. You're yelling. I need Meg. Relax. I go to bathhouse. Oh, I can't bathhouse. You go to bathhouse then. You go. You see our store. You come back with more sores. You no come back with bread. <laughs> oh, that was one of the finest pieces of theater we have ever done. <laughs> Why do they have to talk English to each other? Well, <laughs> they're Russian. Know, it's the same um, reason that the Klingons have to speak English. Otherwise, it's a real crappy show and no one knows what's happening. Uh, also, we don't speak Russian. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so there's two ways to defeat it. Okay. There are two, two things. There are, there are ways to defeat an <laughs> yeah. Alba store that don't right. include your penis. <laughs> and, and don't include uh, not having a, a mouth. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, breaking the little finger on its left hand will defeat it, apparently. But the right hand just pisses it off. Yeah. It's got to be in human form, obviously. Right. Okay. Or placing crosses over doors and windows to prevent its entrance. Well, that's easy. You just put a cross in the sauna room in the bathhouse. Yep. Yep. Wow. Well, I'm <laughs> Not glad- in my bathhouse. My bathhouse. Very atheist. Is Orthodox cross made work? Made not? If you believe in God, you stay at the door. Do not bring your religion in here. Is it agnostic bathhouse? You believe is fine. You don't believe is fine. Agnostic, I have no problem with. But still, uh, you give to me. You know, Buddhist. Buddhist. If you bring vodka, you come in. You give to me hand job. No, 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 Come back after you're living. <laughs> it's not Albastor, but just uh, it's two Stampedichny uh, Cholovic give each other a hand job. <laughs> oh, man. I'll, I'll say this. I am proud of myself. I did actually just get to use some real Ukrainian that I learned from work. That's, I thought I heard something in there. I thought it was yeah. either you going really fast or... No, no, no. Uh, Stampedichny <laughs> Cholovic is a handsome man. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, then I'll shut up. <laughs> I got to use it. Whatever I had, I used it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so Dave, that's the Alba store for you. I'm into that. I mean, who, who doesn't like love a bathhouse lover? <laughs> and the best part, here's the best part, is that uh, the, the, the people that the Alba store bangs, they don't get the mouth sores. It's the partners. So when they go no, home, no, no the, the, those people do. Oh, that's, that's the people who do. Everyone like, gets mouth sores. Yeah. But yeah, okay. Well, I'm glad you clarified that because I thought it was kind of a perfect crime. Like I'm, I was going to go to like Russian bathhouses and wait for a giant to bang me. Yeah, e- either um, either sores or uh, death if you can't, uh, you know, control your your urges. Uh, I can't. And um, of the myriad ways in which man has met his end in this world. Death by Snoo Snoo, still the best one. True, true story. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 rude to die and then flop over dead on your partner, but you're not around. You don't have to hear the aftermath. <laughs> uh, so we have uh, we've taken you to Eastern Russia. That's right. Where and, are we going next? Dave? Oh, now journey with me into darkest Africa. Dun, 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 dun. 
Do my ears deceive or do I hear the distant drums of danger? <laughs> I could be doing this all in post. You could but be, I'm but doing you're it not. for you. <laughs> I can't do. I used to do an elephant sound, but I've got facial a, hair. There's a monkey with a head cold. <laughs> I can't do it with facial hair anymore. Curse this luxurious beard. <laughs> It. It's an elephant. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, in the African Congolese jungles lives a cryptid by the name of the Dingonek. Woo. It's like a dingo with any K added to it. And it will eat your baby. <laughs> um, the Dingonek is also known as the jungle walrus. What? Yes. Are, those are words that were meant to go together, and it's why I'm so in love with this thing. <laughs> Henceforth, I'll be referring to it as the jungle walrus. Uh, the jungle walrus uh, is uh, semi-aquatic. It lives in uh, lakes and rivers of Western Africa, about 12 feet, along, uh, 12 feet long or so. Okay. It's got a scaled body, uh, big uh, like saber canines, and uh, which was where it gets the walrus nickname. Two giant tusks. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's also got a tail with like a a, a a a stinger, like a scorpion tail. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's 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 poisonous. Hmm. It'll get you. <laughs> Look out! It'll get you. You bet. You bet. Um, so it's got this uh, scaled uh, uh, exterior, which is not unlike uh, in in a lot of the discussions, like like a pangolin. If you're familiar with that Southeast Asian creature. Hmm. Um, why, don't, why don't you tell us what it is, just uh, for those of us who uh, aren't up on our southeastern uh, creatures? The pangolin is—it's it, kind of like a, a an armadillo-ish animal. It's it's a mammal, but it has these armored scales, and it can roll up. Hmm. Um, but it is—it's—it's it's got these chitinous armored scales nice. all over the back of it, um, and and it's very similar to what the jungle walrus has as its protective. Uh, exterior. Nice. Now things haven't always gone well for the uh, the the jungle walrus. Really, with all that. Shit? I know. Well, you know what? Like so many things, like the samurai before him, felled by firearms. All right. Yep. yep. That's right. Samurai and the jungle walrus have a common complaint with gunpowder. There was a description by John Alfred Jordan, who said that he shot one. Mm-hmm. Um, and 1907. It was, yep. In 1907 in Kenya, uh, 18 feet long. And uh, walrus-like tusks. And he said that... um, Now, what's important is that he didn't kill it. He just shot it because that just really pissed it off. Yep. It's very... It's got a lot of behavior in line with hippopotamus. It's very territorial. Okay. And it will kill everything else in its area. Including hippopotami. Yep. Yeah. And if you can take down a hippo... True. You you win. True story. Uh, There was actually a story just this week about... um, In South Africa... Uh, a hippo attacked a tourist group, killed one guy, took the hand off of another. Wow. Hippos, man, they ain't messing around. No. They are, in fact, hungry, hungry. <laughs> and it ain't no game, dog. Ain't no game. <laughs> Don't be playing with them. Now, there's actually uh, a little bit of archaeological evidence for the jungle walrus is that it, it actually appears on a cave painting. Interesting. Um, in South Africa. And it's, I mean, I mean, it's like At spot least, on. Yeah, the how people describe it. Mm-hmm. Is what the cave painting, yeah. So, fits so the that's kind of cool. It's got a little extra, got a little extra oomph to it. It's got a little extra corroborating evidence, is what it has, and I'm really impressed with that. Now, there, there's no shortage of other 
um, semi-aquatic cryptids in that region of Africa. There's um, there's uh, rumors of like a, a brontosaurus still living. There's, oh, yeah. there's a lot of these kind of legends, but this one actually I, I really enjoy. Just I mean, come on, it's called jungle walrus. <laughs> if you if you uh, look up pictures of this thing. First of all, you should check out. You you should try to look for the the cave painting of it. Now the the cave painting for it, and, and it's it's if you just Google Dinganek cave painting, mm-hmm. you'll you'll see it. First one up there. Yeah, I mean you you see uh, the it, the the scales are depicted. The the two very large pronounced tusks are depicted. Long tail. Yeah. Uh, of course, it could also be a gravy boat. Could be a gravy boat. Could be a, a ship. Could be a, a vessel, could be an actual walrus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Although wal- walruses don't have back legs. No, but they they do have tusks. But e- either way, the other pictures that you will find of it, somebody has done this really amazing uh, picture that l- basically looks like a huge armored snake with a lioness head. And a horn growing out of the center of it with these tusks and a scorpion tail. It looks like the most badass creature that you could think would live in a jungle. Yeah, it really is. And it's like red and awesome. <laughs> I mean, I, unfortunately, it's not that cool. It, it The the the, ding, the neck, as it is described elsewhere, is not nearly so impressive. But I do love this guy's uh, renderings of it. Yeah. It makes it look like a really, really... Awesome cryptid, and and I maybe I'm getting repetitive, but let's not forget it's a jungle walrus. <laughs> yeah, some people have tried to link it to an actual animal, which they have come up with uh, a large otter. Besides a walrus, uh, otter is is leading the pack for what it could be. That is irritating to me. And they also call it a water tiger. <laughs> Which apparently is they they what? call they call other things that in other parts that I don't know man it that just sounds everything like, is just like oh it's it's that's uh that's a, a water kangaroo yeah oh that that's that's a flying horse right or the, yeah well, even even the hippo gets n- tainted with water oh, horse uh, uh, you mean like a, a desert snail yeah is that, is that a sand is pelican a, is that a <laughs> cloud chicken <laughs> oh, what's for dinner cloud chicken. <laughs> Mm, great tasting, less filling. So, so there, there you go. Pretty, pretty crazy. Pretty, pretty cool. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. And a P.S. If you're gonna shoot at it, you best pack some firepower. Something that's armor piercing. <laughs> yeah, and maybe incendiary. Oh, mm. it better have a laser guiding it. Is my point. Yikes. And so, uh, and that that concludes this week's uh, interests in the the African continent, Mister Floor. Where does this journey take us next? This journey takes us to the tales of medieval England and Europe. Ooh, jolly old England, then, eh? Is it, Governor? Back in medieval times. <laughs> That's right! We're gonna talk about dead monsters! Or knights and kings and lordly ladies and such. Not round here! <laughs> I don't say no lords! You think I'm a lord? I'm some kind of lady. I spend my days looking for creatures of interest and the occult, unexplained animals. Oh, you're one of those witches, are you? 
That's I'm a member wish. of a secret society on account of my parents being very well moneyed indeed. <laughs> now look upon my robes. I've got to get away to my underground clandestine meeting. Where's the witch finder general? <laughs> <laughs> All right. No so we're talking about the cockatrice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is, uh, as we said, a creature from medieval uh, Europe and uh, particularly English tales and myth. And this uh, this creature is is pretty neat. It's described as having the body of a dragon or serpent, dragon wings, and the legs and head of a rooster. Yeah, terrifying. Sometimes now uh, you'll you'll hear them referred to as basilisks. Right, but that basilisk is a totally different thing. Completely different. Complete. It, it, it's it may be sort of derived from some of the ideas mm-hmm. of the basilisk, but it is not the same creature. And I will f-ing fight anybody who says it is. I will fight you. <laughs> Do you know Barbara Streisand thinks they're the same thing? But Babs, come at me. <laughs> come at me, Babs. Uh, you know what? And this is, I like the cockatrice because there is like kind of a, there is a one, I could make the argument that there's a bucket of medieval European cryptids that are all like mishmash cryptids. It's all like, it has the head of a stag and the body of a wilping chicken. Yeah. Or, you know, it's got fish fingers and the face of a wild boar and the body of a woodsman. Right. Yeah. There, there is, there is kind of a, a little. You know, like griffins and things of this nature, like that came out. They were like in illuminated manuscripts and in old maps decorating the corners and whatnot. That's what we call the Nottingham Axeman. <laughs> He's truly a terror. I had an uncle who had a run in with him, and let me tell you, he was quite a different man after that. I don't need to say. I used to have five kids. Don't know what happened to him. I just blame the Nottingham Axeman. It's a right good excuse, if you ask me. We are also something of a lackluster mother. You do not take proper care of your children, and you do not monitor them. I say what my motherly skills are. Right there, off you go. Too right. I'm off to pub. (laughs) Man, people are really getting a lot of dramatic theater tonight. Yeah, everybody's arguing. That's sad. (laughs) That's sad. You know what, though? This is the human condition. This This is what happens. So not a basilisk. No. We know that. Now... Listen to this. Said to be born from a shellless egg laid by a seven-year-old rooster during the period when Sirius the dog star can be seen in the sky. And a toad or snake must then incubate it on a dung heap for it to hatch. That that alone is really going to limit the number of cockatrices in the world. True. There's a lot of qualifications. Now what 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 qualifies the difference between a shellless egg and a runny poop? I think that runny runny poops don't have anything encapsulating them. You this hope. at least has a membrane. I guess yeah, it's just kind of like else you'd have. I mean, let's not get into Shropshire Jopsies. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. So 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 he poops directly onto some manure, and then he talks a, a snake into just laying there. But, yeah, but it's a rooster laying the egg. Right, it's a rooster. Not a chicken. Right, so the rooster lays the egg presumably out of its butt. Sure. And it, and let's since it's shellless, it can't really go anywhere, so so he has to just drop it straight into poop. <laughs> He's got to like back himself up to a pile of manure. 
I, I mean, snakes, I guess, and toads can be real uh, delicate with their mouths. Yeah, but here's the thing. Neither snakes nor toads are homeothermic. Hmm. So they can't incubate anything. I mean, okay. Wow. Way to shoot a hole in this. <laughs> I realized that I just applied pressure to this, a... This a, balloon didn't even get off the ground, man. Yeah. Now I'm never going to see those Nazca lines. <laughs> Did you hear that somebody ripped up some Nazca lines because it was like a, a company that owned land or claimed to own land there, so they ripped up a big section of Nazca lines recently? No. F-ing corporate South America, man. <laughs> they were just like, oh, no, well, this is ours now, so. Yeah, they they claimed ownership of, of the land and, and just have, you know, you know how big brother. Yeah, they don't, they, they have no uh, respect for any, anything. dicks. But making money. Uh, you know what? This week, don't tell us you like us. Don't send us anything. Just find that company and and get a sheet, an eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper. Make a middle finger with your left hand, kind of like, right handed. Sure. Face it down on it, and then just trace that, and then fax it to the company. When y- they get, your efforts will be rewarded, right? And also, it's art. It's a fun artistic. Craft. If not in this life, then the next. Too right. Too right. <laughs> that's crappy. Side note. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, so. And and when Sirius the dog star, well, sure. So right, the uh, uh, there's some barnyard shenanigans. There's someone not monitoring their barnyard, and that's how you get a cockatrice. You know what's funny about this? Believed to live in the deserts of North Africa. That's, really? That's where that's where they. But they also, I guess, are are in England. Because uh, there's, you know, stories right. of them running amok up there and stuff. And there's, you know, a uh, fun fact is that uh, the cockatrice is also uh, remarked upon, in depending on your translation, your version, uh-huh. mentioned in the Bible quite a bit. Uh, absolutely. The King James Version, yeah. to be uh, precise, in Isaiah and Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's being translated from... Greek, which has been translated from Hebrew. Right. And all that stuff, which uh, the, the Hebrew word for it... I tried looking that up. It, it it could be substituted for just snake or viper. Now, no, but here's the interesting thing: is that in the King James version, is that the the word serpent and viper also are used. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's it's interesting. I mean, just in that, it's not like they, every time they saw this word, they said cockatrice. Right. It was it was used selectively, and uh, and so I, I just think that's that's interesting. Yeah, in the the new international version, which uh, folks on Yahoo Answers will argue is the thing you should be reading because it's modern times. You know, the NIV is for you and me. <laughs> um, they will they will say no. It's it's snake. It's it's viper. All this means viper, and the cockatrice was uh, for for medieval times. And uh, here's another fun. Um, rhyme that I learned in my Jesus days. The NIV says you, not thee. Well, that's yeah. that's true. Which uh, makes it uh, less respectable, really. <laughs> I, you know what? Uh, I I always, I grew up King James Version. And it's kind of like, kind of I, I kind of get that. I always had that feeling like that you had to do a little extra work because, and it sounded old. It sounded true because it was old. Right. And then it was like, you get an NIV Bible. I got one as a gift. And I'm like, what's this? What, who's this buddy, buddy Jesus guy who's trying to like talk to me like I do? Hey, pal. Yeah, I, I, I kind of, I, I agree with you. I kind of resented a more casual tone to the Bible. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't care for it. Shakespeare. And they make, they make so many translations of the Bible. There's like, 
And dude, he totally dogged on him. Like they try to make like kids speak Bibles and like they'll wow. they'll colloquial Bible. Right. Which is We should get one and, and read it. Never. All I right. won't do it. Very I well. just hate it. <laughs> we should do that. No. I uh, I mean, because they're expensive. Bibles ain't cheap. You can't find that that on the internet? I'll tell you what. I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could. You're right. You're totally we right. We can't make our own? <laughs> it turns out that, uh, and this might shock you, people make money off of religion. Wait. Wait. Say that again? I know. I know. <laughs> I can't, or I'll be sued for money. True. <laughs> Joel Osteen also listens to Blurry Photos. <laughs> That's right. You know he does. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so we got into a fun little biblical dial tribe. But, yeah, anyway, Cockatrice, King James Version. How much fun is that? Right. A lot. There, there are many stories involving uh, cockatrices, but uh, let's let's get to the to the goody little yeah. niblets of, of what these things have. Um, Famous cockatrices in history. Their gaze, right, mm-hmm. could turn people to stone or kill them. Okay. Now this is something directly from the basilisk. Yeah, I was going to say is, that. Is, think of think of the basilisk as a as a many legged lizard that is able to uh, turn people to stone, a la Medusa. Yep. Its breath, the cockatrice's breath, could rot fruit off of trees and pollute water. Mm-hmm. You love the death breath cryptids. Do I? Yeah. Last the week. knuckle of e. Yeah, knuckle of e also death happened. breath Come, comes up. Now yeah. now I've got to now I've got to look for them. Yeah. So there are a couple things that that can uh, defeat a cockatrice. Thank you. That was my next question, and that's what I see. You're you're so much better about this. Like when I have when I have to do my things, I'm just like, this is what it does. It's coming to get you. Go to sleep. <laughs> you always include the antidote, and I never do. And I really respect that. It's for the listeners, man. I know, and I'm a monster. <laughs> I'm just like I'm thinking of them first. This, uh, this guy's really good at picking locks and coming through windows, so. <laughs> Leave Good night. <laughs> like us on Facebook. <laughs> All right. What's the antidote? All right. So these things on their own are a total bitch to try and kill, right? One thing that could kill it was a weasel. What? Weasels kill cockatrices. It's, it's, like, it's like the European mongoose. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That, that All right. Works. Sweet. Some, something about weasels made them immune to the uh, death stare. Well, if, D, if uh, Disney has taught me anything, they, they are cruel. They like to. They make good cronies, mm-hmm. and they're usually very dishonest. So it probably just demoralizes the yeah. cockatrice. Probably the only thing that could kill weasels is dip. Oh, also if you don't stop laughing, <laughs> that's the other good thing call. that kills a weasel. Good call. <laughs> good call. This one. This one's kind of a no-brainer. I mean, we we get this from the Greeks. Having it look at itself in a mirror. Yep, that can work. If it doesn't straight up turn itself to stone, uh, it'll fight itself to exhaustion, and then you can just slip in and stab it. Nice. <laughs> and then you get points because you're like, "Yeah, I stabbed it." That's that's right. And and like, but it, on the, the on the European cryptid black market, like cockatrice pieces always are valuable. Sure. But I'd say seventy five percent, eighty five percent, you're going to get stone pieces because it turns itself to stone. But yeah. if you are a really careful yeah. hunter. You can get raw cockatrice pieces, and you know, though you're going to make a mint. At that point, though, a stone cockatrice looks great on the mantle. Mm-hmm. So you'll either make a mint or you'll get a nice uh, yeah. conversation Yeah, piece. you're going to get money out of it either way. But man, if you can keep it in its organic format. Be careful, though, because the blood and or venom from it can really F you up. It right. It can fuck up your shit. 
it's ucking with you, Shay. <laughs> so uh, uh, one more thing can apparently kill it, and that's hearing the crow of a rooster. Oh, Papa, it's got daddy <laughs> issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. left me in manure with only a snake or toad as a, as a parent. Now I want revenge. <laughs> it makes me so angry, Pop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so if if you wear mirror armor with roosters and cages on each shoulder, you just go get yourself. You're just out there. You're like wearing robot armor to fight a cockatrice. Yeah. As long as you don't look at it. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, and like I said, there's there's different stories, different variations. Mm-hmm. You know, as as you get not a ton, but enough to where it's like, oh, here's another. Like if you carry around a certain bird with you, it'll you know it'll uh, protect you from from cockatrices or this and that. But um, for the most part, that is that is the cockatrice. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I I, I like that one. And again, if you think it's a basilisk, I'll punch you in your. F- face that's right I, I if there's one thing we need you to learn is that there are no basilisks in the 2013 miss cryptid contest why would you have basilisk and then cockatrice why would you it you're, what, what are you doing just think just uh, think it through i'm getting worked up <laughs> i'm getting real worked up furious <laughs> so where are we going next oh well now we're, we're bringing it back home what? USA. 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 All right. We are. <laughs> oh, man. We're bringing it back down to Louisiana Hall. <laughs> I can't do it as well as you do. That's, that's, that was yep. it. That's yep. as far nope. as I yeah, went. I think you do it you, uh, as well as I do. No, no. Flora, you own you own the bayou. <laughs> you proved that uh, uh, with our ghost story. <laughs> you proved it time and time again. So this one, uh, this is... This sounds like an episode of Scooby-Doo, which is why I love it. Yeah, it's great. The Honey Island Swamp Monster. <laughs> Thundersow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zoinks! <laughs> I'm like, wow, man. <laughs> I saw this monster in the swamp and I was like, I'm about to run! And then I just jumped into the air and my legs went in a circle. That's all I've got. I can't. Okay. Jinkies. Yeah. Uh, the Honey Island Swamp Monster. First of all, it sounds kind of like a My Little Pony. It's like it is an episode from My Little Pony where everyone's trying to have a picnic on Honey Island, and that swamp monster just keeps showing up and stealing their pies. <laughs> it is a uh, a hominid cryptid. Mm-hmm. It is in the, the ballpark. The, the wherewithal of Bigfoots and Yowies and Yetis and Sass and Squatch <laughs> and Skunk Apes. Yep. Uh, all those things that we, I mean, they get enough credit. We don't talk about these guys a lot, but this I thought was a good, very, very underserved portion of that population. Yeah, we can we can stick our toe in this pool. Right. And hope it don't get bit off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Zydeco break.
going on was so fun. <laughs> Tastes like you stuck your foot in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It is the the Honey Island Swamp Monster. It's about seven foot tall. It's got, uh, I've heard it described as either having like a dingy, muddy gray hair. Mm -hmm. Also, some reports have it being sort of a reddish hair. Interesting. All obviously red eyes, red glowing eyes. Everything has to have red eyes. And it stinks, which is why it gets some skunk ape discussion. Sure. Now, this thing was, uh, the first claim sighting uh, was in 1963. Okay. Um, but I, Flora, I think you might even have something earlier than that, right? I do. I have a few things. Uh, l- let's let's tell everybody where Honey Island uh, Swamp is. It's in uh, uh, far eastern Louisiana mm-hmm. on the Mississippi border, yep. right? Right on the Mississippi border. Okay. Uh, not too far from the coast. Um, it's right between uh, the beautiful towns of Slidell and Bay St. Louis. Nice. Nice. Just northeast of Lake Pontchartrain. Yeah. Mm, Pontchartrain. No. Uh-huh. So okay, uh, yeah, I do have I do have a few things for from. I love this because I didn't I didn't find anything that was before sixty three. So bring the pain. I mean, sightings began in the sixties, basically from from human encroachment on the swamp, mm-hmm. and um, well, like you said, the first, older folk had good enough sense to stay out of that swamp, but they didn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. the first, uh, like you said, official documented sightings made by Harlan Ford. Yep. Who was a retired air traffic controller and his friend Ray Mills, and that was in 1963. Now, stories apparently date back hundreds of years, though. Oh. Ain't that right? Yep, yep, yep. Natives, Native Americans, said it was a carnivorous aquatic humanoid, and it was an abandoned child raised by alligators. Because there's one thing alligators love to do is raise things. They, yep. they're, they're they're soft-hearted creatures. You know, I'm I'm full today. I think I'll uh, I think I'll just raise this. <laughs> yeah. It'll it'll be my own. <laughs> just happened to be a barren female full alligator. Right. Yeah. Caught it at a good time. Uh, but there was another story. You you'll love this. There was another story of a train wreck that yeah. is said to have happened near mm-hmm. the Pearl River. In the early 20th century, it was full of exotic animals from a traveling circus. Yeah. Which fled into the swamp. And legend says some chimps, some chimpanzees, survived and interbred with alligators. And that's where we get the Honey Island Swamp Monster. Well, and, and, and I'll tell you, because this, this actually does happen. All the time in Africa, you know, everyone what, has circus trains crashing. No, no, no. You've seen like all the footage of like wildebeest Dumbo trying to get oh. across the river and the and the <laughs> crocodiles and alligators just like barf yeah. well on them. Yeah, and and imagine it's not too hard to believe. What if you found a uh, a crocodile who wasn't barren but was still very full and maybe feeling a little frisky, <laughs> real freaking nasty? Mm-hmm. And then here comes that chimpanzee. He's been eyeing that baby up all day. Oh, you're looking so good, baby. Oh, you're looking like a sweet piece of luggage. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to put you in the overhead container because I'm going to keep you close to me. I ain't going to let nobody put you in the cargo hold, baby. And I'm going to put my stuff in you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that had to end. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Because if you let if you let chimpanzees go... They're going to start breeding with everything because they're very charming. They're very charming. Sure. Yep. 
Um, I like those. I, I like those kind of weird ham-fisted attempts to explain cryptids. I love it because it, it puts me in the mind of uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, yeah. Like, I keep thinking that train crashes in the Louisiana swamp, and then <laughs> that rhino. Yeah. He's, he's good for a while, but man... He Once, gets his needs. He's got some needs. He's the only one on that train. And he's all alone in that boxcar, and then he comes upon this swamp gator. Mm-hmm. No, not even gator. He was into sandhill cranes. He comes upon this sandhill crane, and all of a sudden, you got Randy the Moth Old Man Savage. Oh yeah. Anyway. Oh yeah. Uh. So and I. I mean, then this thing it was actually caught on film. There is a film you by can yeah Harlan Ford yep by Mr. Ford uh, and now he didn't ever publicize this and I think this I think this puts points in his category mm-hmm. this film wasn't discovered till after he died by his granddaughter yep and and uh, you know, while she was making a documentary about it true mm, squinty eyes yoink but whatever suspicious dog eyes. <sighs> There had been uh, there have been multiple footprints found. Now this is where things really get away from the Bigfoot skunk ape area, because these are are, are definitely a far more reptilian. It's a three primary toes with a very truncated, almost like dew clawish kind of half toe. Yeah, um, they, they appear almost to be webbed, but definitely, I mean, very short fingered, but very knobby. Yeah, and but a, a long actual foot. Yeah. Uh, and which is really unique in in all of cryptos. Well, I don't know anything else that has a, a weird footprint like that, but it certainly is not like a five toed Bigfoot footprint. So that makes it, you know, because as everyone knows, when two animals that genetically can't combine do anyway, because one of them was in a circus and learned all sorts of weird shit, mm-hmm. that what you get is an animal that just has like the feet of the one thing, and <laughs> <laughs> there's no blending. It's just you just get the foot of one thing and. And so the and there have been there are tons of plaster casts of these footprints. They've been seen everywhere, and it's it's not even taken as a a mystery by the locals, the people who do hunt and and make their living in this swamp area. A lot, uh, of, a lot of people have seen it. Yeah, claim yeah. to have seen it. Yeah, it's it is not a, an unknown thing. It's not rare. They've heard it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and unfortunately, there really is only this this one eight millimeter footage of it, and it's. Uh, very reminiscent of anything that was ever shot in the Pacific Northwest. A lot of distance. It's yeah. through a lot of trees. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what what are you? I mean, what are you going to say about Sasquatch footage? You right. Know, it's, it, it's magnificent for its own reasons. Exactly. But uh, now, uh, one thing this thing has that I have not heard with other uh, ape hominids is that this thing seems to be pretty aquatic. I mean, it lives in a swamp. It doesn't really have a choice. I'm glad it got over that. True. But uh, there, are, there are even contexts where people have like hit it with boats. Yeah. Yeah. And it sw- swam out of the water. Yeah. So it, it, it is very comfortable being in the water. Pretty interesting. And that, that leads to speculation of, is it an isolated population of Sasquatch where it has evolved? Right. And who knows? Who knows how long Sasquatch has been around? If 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 Sasquatch has been around, so it could have evolved and been cut off from you know his mm-hmm. brethren, and uh, uh, it adapted to swamp life, which having webbed appendages would uh, uh, help quite a yeah. bit. And uh, and another thing, there's hair, a, not so much though. I don't know. You would think it would shorten or something because yeah. you're, you're going to get mildew. You're going to get mildew, dude. It's it is humid down there. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's a swamp. The 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 locals are also um, 
and I didn't see a lot of like really good examples of this, but they're all very convinced that it is a very intelligent creature. Yeah. It's not like some wild more, animal. More human than animal. Right. That it uh, that definitely is guided by an intelligence. It, it, it makes choices and decisions and, and, and it deliberately stays away from people. Mm-hmm. Now, I've, I've heard that uh, Cajuns in the area... Mm-hmm. Call it uh, a couple of things. There's a couple of things that they they call it. One I've heard they call it Loop Karoo, which Let, let's say it say it proper. Loop Karoo, <laughs> little Loop Karoo, Loop Karoo. So uh, uh, that has been mistranslated as as werewolf. In, oh yeah, you know, but uh, that that's something that that they would call it. And uh, Dave, what's what's the other thing they call it? Well, that's the tainted catcher. It's I don't tainted keter. Catcher, it's it's tainted K E I T R E. If you're Cajun and you're listening to this, please uh, write in and not only uh, uh, tell us the story of of your sighting of the Honey Island Swamp Monster, but uh, uh, do us a favor and tell us how to pronounce this stuff. Yeah, and also, and we've earned it. Feel free to have the first two pages of your letter be a stinging indictment on um how bad our accents are true. and how we're not painting you in a very flattering light when we do it and we're sorry for that true we will have earned that yeah uh although we we do not disrespect you no no we do not and not uh, trying to no uh native <laughs> americans have a history with this creature what do they call it they call it the latiche huh. latiche latiche that sounds very french yeah i mean i know there's a lot lot of influence down there but like yeah, if that's if that's Native American language, that that's pretty French. That, that would be uh, Seminole, probably probably Seminole, uh, Ch- uh, Chickasaw, maybe, maybe. Let's, Let's find look out. It up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I looked it up, Flora. It's the Choctaw. Makes sense. Choctaw are the. Uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of tribes uh, native to Louisiana, but of 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 the tribes I've heard of, Choctaw. Choctaw. Mostly because of the Kim Lenz song, Choctaw Boogie. Oh, I heard a country song that had a, a Choctaw in it's, it, Choctaw a, Woman. I, I forget what it's called. It's, I mean, it's, it's been a while. Fun, it's a fun word to say, Choctaw. Let's look it up. <laughs> Google noodles with Dave and Dave. We did Googling, just noodling on Google. Okay, so we, we, we looked into it. It's the Tim McGraw song, Indian Outlaw. What a magnificently offensive piece of 90s trash. <laughs> like, this is like, you were right. When I was listening, Flora, what did you tell me? Well, this is the, this song was made when? Yeah, like mid mid to early 90s. And <laughs> maybe maybe you guys aren't ready for it, but uh, kids, kids are going to love it. No, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> you said it was made before people gave a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the song is probably the reason people started giving a shit. <laughs> wow. Anyway, uh, it is magnificent. You're right. That is a great piece of of '90s country. Yeah, yeah. Which is to say, awful. <laughs> Which is to say, I am being tactful. Oh man, that is so. Honey Island Swamp Monster. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, back to the business at hand. Oh man, Honey Island Swamp Monster. There's no shortage of information on this guy. Uh, no, no, and there. like lots and of videos. YouTube stuff, a lot of videos, a lot of uh, uh, I mean, it's 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 math, it's it's a real deal. Yeah. yeah, there's no no question about it. And uh, as far as I know, no one's claimed to have gotten herpes from it. No herpes, no physical evidence. Nobody's been turned to stone by it. No, it's, nobody's it's a, really been attacked by it either. No, no, but it's a it's a darling in a bayou. 
I think some of my livestock's been eaten by a chair. Oh yeah, it, it, it took some of my chickens. People have found um, like wild boars with their throat slashed, mm. and and people there's a, a, another mother swamp monster can do that. <laughs> That's the one thing I know. It is hating them pigs. <laughs> now, uh, one thing I really enjoyed, like when you see, because there's a lot of YouTube videos that we looked up, is a lot of the interviews with these people. There's a great pragmatism to these people, like because it's not. I mean, it, yeah. it's, this isn't like a they don't like gin up a tourist industry, over right? It. Right. Like this is a thing that they all just have come to accept. Yep. And so they don't like if they don't they, lead you on. No, they don't lead you on, and if, if if it's around, they just leave. They're not like no, we need, we got to go get a piece of it. They just get the hell out of there. They just leave the area. If they hear it, they just leave. And find find the video. Do yourself a favor. Find the video that has the guy in it who actually says, if y'all want to be skeptical about it, I'll take you out here about a mile in the swamp. I'll leave you with some Vienna sausages and a snicker ball, and I'll leave you overnight. And then you come back here and tell me if you're skeptical in the morning. Right. And I, I love that because what which is kind of like a fun glimpse because that's camping. Vienna sausages and snugger balls. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, but no, I, I, it's a great cryptid. It's a great American cryptid. I didn't even know existed until I started looking into it, and I, I'm a big fan. The month of May is going to uh, expand your horizons, oh, yeah. everybody. Like, like I, I crazy. Hope, I hope that you guys meet a new cryptid that you like and fall in love with, and maybe it's your new cryptid girlfriend or boyfriend. <laughs> You guys have have cryptid babies that have alligator feet and, you can, and swords on their face. And swords on their face. <laughs> oh, uh, great! What yeah. uh, what piece of '90s puns have you brought us? Oh Dave? my God! Well, uh, I've got I've got no because that does it them. for week two of yeah, this cryptid that's it. contest. That's what, that's what we brought to the 2013. table. Twenty thirteen. All right. Well, uh, if uh, here's a problem that they have uh, any any organism has to have a way of uh, continuing itself, of, of, of procreation. Con- of procreation. Sure. And the Albastor has n- is no different. As, as you might recall, the Albastor uh, is the, the spirit of a bastard child that was never baptized. baptized. And so the Albastor, is, it, you, it, it will trap you. It'll, it'll tell you that it has birth control, but it doesn't. And then in just a few months, it'll give birth to an Albastard. <laughs> Because you ain't marrying no Albastor. Nope. Those bastards. Albastard. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. And and you know what? That little Albastard is going to grow up, and he's going to be huge. Huge! He's going to be huge, so he's going to need to find a plus-size suit shop. Mm-hmm. So he's going to go to the big and tall bastard. <laughs> I thought he was going to go to the Albus Taylor. <laughs> nope. Big and tall the store. <laughs> nice. You're gonna like the way up. <laughs> I sparks, sparks, <laughs> lip sores, lip sores. <laughs> oh, Flora, where are we going next? You go, you go. All right. So for the old dingo neck, uh huh. You know, there's a uh, there's a Mexican bar just south of the border in Mexico. It's where all the Americans like to go. It's based on this uh, African monster. Uh-huh. It's called the Gringo Neck. Oh, nice. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> now, there's another popular uh, tourist trap. Uh, not too far from, from that bar because yeah. people would go there, get trashed, and, and try to boat. And so if, you, uh, if you've got some scuba gear and uh, some time on your hands, you can visit the Dingo Wreck. 
<laughs> underwater. Yeah, it's an, an underwater uh, uh, poisonous crash site. Crash site. <laughs> if you can swim through all the armor. That's right. Awesome. Now get inside my carriage as we go to jolly old England. Oh, little big spender. Spending all those pounds and sterling on carriage. How much did that? I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop right now. Oi then, eh? Next time you come to sh- <laughs> Okay, don't f*** me up. Oi then, eh? Next time you're in Shropshire, don't forget to stop by Lady Spanish Adams' Cockatrice Patting Zoo. They're cocker nice. You'll come cocker twice and maybe even cocker thrice. <laughs> Oh, man. You hit for the cycle on that one. Yeah. I should quit. Don't forget. (laughs) Lady Spad Shadows. Spad Shadows. (laughs) It's just... And the, the... the actual video of just a guy like in just brown clothes slurched over a beer at a bar and he just looks drunkenly at the cow. Oi, then, hey. What do you got, Flora? Uh, what, what can I do? I've got two more in the quiver that are just, they have no heads on the arrows. They, they've been, oh, all right, well. I've got, you know that uh, fat friend of the girl or guy that you're hitting on at the bar? Yeah. Well, it's called the clock blockatrice. Oh, she is venomous. And she will turn you to stone. (laughs) Don't look upon her. And don't stab her. All that goo runs down on your hand. (laughs) And that's just as bad. Everything else is downhill. (laughs) It's just downhill from here. We peaked too soon. (laughs) All right. Uh, so let's let's round this out in in beautiful Honey Island, Louisiana. <laughs> Flora, why don't you why don't you take point on this one? Well, I I'm excited for the premiere of the uh, the new Broadway show. That's it's all Bigfoots and percussion. It's called the Honey Island Stomp Monster. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I mean, well, you know, what I, am I going to do after cocking thrice, man? <laughs> You. <laughs> it's a nice Thank you, Mr. Uh, Beethoven, for <laughs> for that. And up ne- next, Yanni. Yanni's like, come on, man. <laughs> Damn it. Beethoven. Um uh, I I'm excited to watch uh Discovery Channel's newest show. Um, about colorful people from the swamps, uh, but they're, they they also want to get in some of the Storage Wars crowd, so I'll be watching Honey Island Swap Masters. Swap Masters. I thought you were going to go for... Swap Meats. <laughs> I, really, I really thought you were going to go down the uh, uh, Honey Boo Boo Island Swamp Monster. Oh, shit. That's, you uh, should do that right now. Well, I just did, so... Oh, that was good. She drinks a lot of Mountain Dew, too. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're full circle. <laughs>
Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yeah. What you need to do is go to blurryphotos.org and look for that uh, survey on there. Tell Boy, us they. Won't you take Boy. five minutes out of your busy day? Don't even take five. <laughs> Log under computer, smartphone, library, computer, whatever you got at work. Library, <laughs> smartphone, <laughs> staples. <laughs> Lord at a Best Buy when he's not looking. Log in. <laughs> I don't know how to do it myself, but I've heard it's real easy, Then, <laughs> As long as you get its taste. <laughs> I wish you could see the weird greedy fingers Flora does whenever something needs to get its taste. <laughs> oh, crap. But yeah, vote for one of these cryptids. And now, Mr. Stecco. That's, a, that's like a really crappy drum roll that I'm doing right now. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for you to tell me the results of the week one voting. Week one. This is the winner of the... First week of the 2013 Miss Uh <laughs> All right, come on. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Winner of week one. Yes. This was, let me let me review, this was between the Paeja, mm-hmm. the Mongolian Death Worm. Yes. The Nukalevi. Yes. And the Bat Squatch. Oh, man. This is tough, because I'm in my head, I'm trying to be like, okay, who do I think it's going to be? I feel like that song really put a lot of points in Nukalevi territory, uh-huh. but man. But the bag of tricks of the Mongolian Death Worm. Or, or just the, they're just the, the crazy insanity of the Bat Squatch. Yeah. Or, and just the page, it's got an arm growing out of its... <laughs> it's oopsie. Right. <laughs> oopsie. I, I honestly could not even guess what it's going to be. Who's the winner? The winner is the Bat Squatch. Bat Squatch! <laughs> it's a purple flying gorilla in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whammy bar, whammy bar. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. Bat Squatch. Bat Squatch, you have made it to the final four. <laughs> oh, right. All other cryptids. Better luck next year, ladies. You were all winners in my heart. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much to everybody who voted. Please go on on the site, find that uh, that survey. It's right there on the front page. Yeah. Uh, scroll down in there and vote for your favorite one. And if you want to, put your name and your email address in there, and that'll uh, that'll enter you into a, a sweepstakes drawing. Yeah. And now, now keep in mind, voting is now closed for the first week. Correct. So if you're if you're late to the party, this is what happens when you're late to a party. All the good beer is gone. Sorry, uh, but you do have four more chances. Yep. To get your Plenty name. Plenty more in the voting pot. to be done. So vote for this week. We got some great uh, great ladies up there. Oh man, you know you know it. You're right now trying to decide who your favorite is. And don't feel like you have to enter your name or your email address. You can just vote to vote. Yeah, vote for who its cares? own sake. Remember, each week you what? vote, you get uh, one ticket in the yep. one. In, what do you be pot. one of them tickets? In and uh, we'll only send you something if you win. Uh, this correct. is not some means of collecting addresses, but we will literally only send you something if you win. If you lose, you're not getting shit from us, son. You're out on the street then, swiping pocket watches and purses. Oh, Lord, no! My children were not raised to be street urchins. Well, they were if they don't put their email address in. Oh, it's all their own fault, Danny. <laughs> Annette. <laughs> Annette. 
Office life was thrust upon them, eh? It's a fair cop. Society is to blame. <laughs> cup of tea. Cup of tea. <laughs> A fat seer crumpet myself. <laughs> or maybe two. <laughs> the greedy fingers again. Oh, man. we're anyway. what, This is a magnificent show that we're operating here. Do huh? not give us England anymore. <laughs> well, and we say that to ourselves. Right, yeah. I realize it's like, wait, that's, that's for us to talk to us about. No more England. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a Shropshire show. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's a- we're Dover rovering everywhere. We are. Okay, so uh, you know what you have to do. Also, you have to give us your own puns. You have to give us your own feedback. You have to like us. We still we still want all that. Click the likes. Write out the, the we like yous on the, the iTunes. And the Facebooks. All that matrix stuff I've been reading, but do you it. You can write. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not so much as I like to brag about it, but I... Uh... Oh, look at the big man then. Oh, I, know him. I know more letters. Yeah, go on, uh, go on our site, find uh, our YouTube page, and subscribe there. Find our Facebook page, like us there. Find our StumbleUpon. Figure out how to do StumbleUpon, and then do whatever you do on StumbleUpon. Also, we got affiliate links at the bottom. You can get yourself some beer or wine to enjoy the show by. It really helps. <laughs> I mean, I'm not joking. It really helps. Uh, so click on those links, the banner ads on there, and uh, um, help us out. And uh, don't think that uh, all your your requests for show topics are going unheard. No, they are not. And and we appreciate everyone who has sent in uh, requests for topics and stuff. We're we're going to try to get to them as best we can. Oh man, yeah, uh, we've got. I mean, actually, this has worked better than we thought it would. Yeah. <laughs> so now we have an embarrassment of riches. <laughs> like this is like we got to like plow through a pile here. So so thank you, and don't stop. And as we've said before, we do try to get to them. We have gotten to a few already. Yeah. And uh, it's worked great, so uh, uh, don't worry about that. 2013 Miscryptic Contest is in full swing. Oh, Hope man. you guys love it. And we're uh, we're going to continue on next week with four brand new cryptids That's to right. go over. Pageantry, pomp, elegance, Fangs. perfume, poisons, stingers. Stank. Stank. Funk. Funk. For this episode of Blurry Photos, I've been David the Raging Cajun Flora, yeah. And I've been Dave Roman Greco Stecco. <laughs> Y'all get out of here. Take your snicker bar. Get out. Boy. Boy.